0: I BJ's a
1: redheaded less. kid with glasses. Your life must have been a little rough.
2: Oh, and my name's BJ. Yeah. Like, oh man, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> and I was overweight. Like, <laughs> trust me, this sure. I got freaking, I got thick skin. It was a okay. trifecta. <laughs>
1: yeah. Is was a who was, is it? Andy who said that he, he was, was the fit. F- 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 he was, he was f- a f- fat f- child. Yeah, he was the physical never...
3: embodiment of a target in high school.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was he an obese says, obese what is, "Child, that's Andy's line. I was an obese." Yeah, child. no. The the whole line is like, "Yeah, when I was a kid, I used to break some boards, diving boards. I was an obese child. Surprised <laughs> I don't talk about that more." <laughs>
3: Welcome to Scotch and Splenda, the podcast that tastes like The Office and gets you drunk like finding any and every reason to get your employees to drink enough to tolerate your half-hearted motivational activities inside, outside The Office, just because they're obviously not going to invite you either way. (laughs) (laughs) uh, (laughs) (laughs) You're on Scotch and Splenda, we're talking about anything and everything The Office, but most importantly, theories, side stories, and what ifs. We are your co-regional managers, I am AJ.
2: I'm BJ. I'm Nick.
3: And on this episode, we are rapping all about the Dundies. How can I explain it? How can I explain, it? I explain I would it. you like to hate it? I <laughs> psyched you while I made it. You never had to work so hard and feel it like No one notices. You just a name a number and no one else ever says hello. Card. God.
2: God, dang it. God, dang it. God. Oh, it's, it's okay. Joke landed. Joke landed.
3: All right.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, first, we wanted to make a. God
2: <laughs> Almighty.
3: First, I wanted to give you guys a very quick reminder that uh, while you are here and listening to the show, you got to leave us a five star review. If you uh, enjoy what you hear and you just uh, are along for the ride, uh, drop us a fan theory while you're at it. Uh, hit that five stars on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, write us a fan theory. Do it all, guys. Do it. Okay? Um, you can also leave us a voicemail. You've got that option. Leave us a voicemail. Call it in. It takes probably even less time than actually typing up a review because you don't have to do any spell check. That's probably true. Yeah. Uh, you can reach us at a number that is uh, 319-359-7977. Uh, what is it, Nick? It is 319-359-7977. That is correct.
1: You don't well, have to talk to anybody.
3: We've got... A fan theory, though this time around, BJ's got it lined up for us. I think it's short, sweet, and since we're talking all about Michael, we might as well jump on one of his favorite topics. Go for it, BJ.
2: Uh, so this fan theory was emailed into us from Jamie, and it was it was just sent, but we thought it was uh, a good one for this episode. So uh, it's a little dark, gonna, right. <laughs> gonna just gonna give you a warning. Okay, I mean good this this is good, his, this this might get we might be getting into the whiskey a little early tonight um anyway so okay. uh, his fan theory is toby wants to die but he's too much of a coward to kill himself jesus
3: Christ. <laughs> <laughs> is that all they said
2: <laughs> no no i just wanted it to i just wanted it, i mean it's a lot <laughs> that, this is it's yeah, kind of a, it's a little rough yeah, okay, so he goes on to say he's purposely trying to die by radon poisoning. He knows Michael will throw the test kits out, and that's why he makes sure that Michael knows that they are there, um, a.k.a. snapping his fingers to get his attention. This way, Michael is the one responsible for his death instead of Toby himself. Okay.
1: This is a radon test kit. This
2: a radon test kit.
1: This is a radon test kit. Don't throw this out. Do I think so?
3: Toby is suicidal. <laughs> God damn. Son. I okay, so I would
2: sh- say Toby probably suffers from some level of depression.
1: You oh know? yeah. Yeah yeah
2: yeah. Do I think he's suicidal? No, I don't. I I don't know. I don't know. I would need to be really talked into this. I think this is kind of. I also don't want this theory to be true because it's kind of. It's pretty rough. Kind of makes me. It makes me sad. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty bleak. Like, can I offer a As counterpoint already? Okay. Go. I think
1: if Toby was going to kill himself, he'd have done it after he put his hand on Pam's leg. Yeah. Because that scene made oh. me want to kill myself, and I just watch it. <laughs> I was only watching it. <laughs> Woof. <laughs> uh,
3: I. Um. I don't know, man. Like, I think that there's. It, it, I don't know if it's necessarily the radon that he's trying to trying to get himself sucked up with. I think he's trying to uh but it does make me question maybe what happened when he was in Costa Rica. You know. He when he fell. Oh, and broke you, his
1: neck zipline. Yeah, yeah. You think maybe it was less of an accident? Maybe it was
3: less of an accident. Yeah. Maybe that was his maybe that's what he told people.
1: Yeah. It's like a deer Evan okay. Hansen scenario. Maybe maybe he,
3: maybe he went cliff diving near the zip line. Yeah. Uh park or whatever it is, you know. <laughs> maybe that's what it is. <laughs>
2: It's i just so don't i don't know about i don't buy the the radon thing i know mean, that's that's what's not i mean if he came to me with the with like maybe five bullet points and said here's the proof and he started with the zip lining thing aj that was a that was a good that was a good four mm. uh, but his only his only thing he threw out was radon okay so radon is the second leading cause of lung cancer in the united states what an awful way to try and die! I, be I don't buy it. Yeah, like that's that's not the way to go. It's it. I just don't think that's it. Um, it's, you know, I just I don't know. I'm pretty I, quick to. I would need a lot of convincing on this one. I think that Toby is
1: sort of your token sad sack character, not necessarily suicidal. I will oh, he's the Eeyore. He's the Eeyore of the uh, office. Yeah, I will draw a parallel. Have you seen Scrubs? Yeah okay he, he's he's loud. he's ted. ted he's ted the lawyer oh now i will say that scrubs got away with one of the darker jokes ever uh on television in reference to ted which is where courtney cox unlocks his briefcase for him and she's like why do you have a smiley face button and a revolver <laughs> he's <laughs> like well one is in case i get sad and one is in case I get really sad. Really sad. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, <Woof.
3: laughs> it's very dark.
1: But I don't think Toby's that bad. You know no. what I mean? Like he's uh, he gets excited about things. Like he gets psyched to spend time with Pam. Like he got excited for beach day before Michael told him he wasn't invited. Like it's beach day. He got you know what I mean? Like yeah. he gets it's excited for things. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. He like talking to Katie the purse girl.
3: Yeah,
2: I don't. Uh, he had the cutest non like office related date to uh, yes. the wedding. Yes. you know, so Tell he's getting out there. He's he's trying. Told. He's putting an effort in.
1: Yeah, his his daughter Sasha, very cute kid.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think you know what that that alone would be a good selling point that he wouldn't he yeah. wouldn't want to die. He says he's got a kid and he loves his daughter. Yeah. Later
1: on, he's got his passion surrounding his mystery novels that he's writing, the Flunderman Files. Bum dum dum. dum. Uh, get your
2: own series. Get your own. Get your own. Yeah. I
1: I think I got to
3: rule it out, guys. I I can't think of anything convincing for myself, and I don't know if I. Yeah. Like it's a it's a as much as Michael would want it to be true, I just don't know if I could oblige
2: this time around.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna go no, but I appreciate the submission.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We uh. That's a that's a three three peat. I'm gonna say no. I don't think he's no. I don't think he's trying to kill himself. <laughs> I think he's
1: very sad. Nope. I don't think he's suicidal. Right, right. Yeah. Because I think he's clear- a piece of shit. Oh, <laughs> well, clearly, I mean, Michael has done enough to push people over the edge. Like, what's his name from accounting? Uh, that put in the suggestion box that they needed better outreach for employees suffering from depression. Tim Tom?
3: Tom? 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 anything? Tom? Oh, yeah. That guy's weird. Um,
1: but anywho. Yeah. Yeah. I like
3: to say, yeah, definitely appreciate the send in. Uh, yeah, very sure. much so. Uh but unfortunately, I just don't think I want to take this show there. Uh the yeah. only thing nope, the only nope. thing I want that's dark is uh, is my liquor and somebody else can hook me up with that right now. So I let's do go that. ahead and do that. Hey-o.
1: <laughs> oh, yes. Ah, <sighs> there it is. Okay, let me get these poured out here. AJ, can I get your glass, please? Yeah. Thank you, Darling.
2: So what is Nick, this? I got I got tomorrow off, Nick. You want to pour me a pour me a bigger a little, little more? <laughs> nice eh, big old yeah, strong. all right. Here's a big old guy. Here's
1: like a here's like a two, two and a half ounce. Yeah. Does that work for you? Yep. Two and okay. a half. Uh today we're drinking an old Ezra uh seven year. So it is a um this was, I believe, a store pick from our local Ivy as well from Jeremy up here because okay. it is a single barrel barrel strength. Um, so this is done in Bardstown, Kentucky. Um, it is um, a sour mash, so it's going to be closer to something like a Jack Daniels, but maybe a little bit nicer quality. Sour um, mash. Sour mash, so it'll be a little sweeter. It's charcoal mellowed like a Jack is. Um, so it should be hopefully. Oh, a little sweeter it, I didn't made. know that.
2: Yep. Are all Old Ezra's
1: charcoal? I don't know. This one is filtered. I know for sure this one is. Well. Huh. Charcoal
3: or not, um it smells.
1: It, it do, hit my nose. Do a gentle smell. You're I tried teaching you how to do how to smell whiskey I tried so it doesn't in do your nostrils. Cuz I remember <sighs> teaching you how to do that and then I remember watching you not do that for the next several weeks in a row. It's it's intense, okay. Well, let's get a let's get a little Sipski here. A little and give a first you guys first take snack. your
3: snipskies. Cheers, keys Cheers, cheers. I'm gonna swirl. See, mm. see, this is like oh, we're drinking these in these cool little like Glencairn yeah. glasses, and it looks gorgeous. Like this is, it's like it's the. It's the epitome of elegance when you're drinking whiskey. Is is yeah. these like Glencairn glasses this if time you, around.
1: If you've seen one and don't know what it's called, I'm sure you'd still know that you've seen one. It's like a very short wine glass that's very skinny at the top. Yeah. Um. So they call them sniffer glasses a lot. Yeah. So because it's designed to focus the smell up into your nose. Focus. These ones, courtesy of Cedar Ridge. So, yeah. Um. Let's see our uh, our sweet custom glasses, courtesy of DNF Designs. Are dirty this week? Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Well, let me know what you think. All right. Bg, any first notes, or you want me to go?
2: Uh, uh, you can go ahead. I'm kind of. It's weird. I'm like marinating. In yeah. It. Like, I feel like a like a pork chop marinating.
1: It is sweet, as we said. It's got. Are you okay? AJ's like thrashing around in his chair.
2: It's warm. It Grass is it's, see, it, it's a little hot. It's a it, and I don't it's a, any, it's bulletproof, uh, it's, it's barrel strength.
1: Yep, it's 117 proof. Mm. Ah, ouch. It hurt me. So, it's got a nice it's got a nice respectable burn, but no, I enjoy this a lot. I think it's got a good sweetness to it. It's got a good um it's got a good bitterness to it. Very oaky, very very woody.
2: Yep. Um 100%.
1: despite the fact that it is only a 7 year as opposed to something like our like our 26-year Canadian that spent you know, two and a half decades in a barrel, and I still feel like maybe that wasn't as woody. Yeah. I'll
3: let that open up. But let that open.
1: That's. No, I like that a lot. I think that um, I I don't know. I don't know that I would drink this neat as much. I feel like it's a little one-dimensional almost. I, I added a, a dash of water. Uh, I'm going to see if it helps it out for me. I, I think for me this would be very good in a mixed drink like a like an old fashioned or some sort of like a cocktail with a whiskey. I think this would be a great mixer like for if, that.
3: If you wanted it to be like nice
2: and stiff, yeah, like that's yeah, you're you're probably you're probably right. Um, I'm so- getting a weird. I I'm probably not. My palate's my palate's not oh, on like point. So- right? I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I made some homemade uh, duck bone broth, had it for lunch, Delicious. and I I ate it a little too hot. So, oh uh, no, the roof of my mouth. Was a little burnt today, and so immediately it kind of went numb. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not getting the full mouth feel. I will tell you that it's it's uh it's definitely oaky. Uh I can get that, and then on the backside, it's kind of like I don't want to say bitter, but no, it's, it's got
1: some bitterness to it for sure.
2: I yeah, I wouldn't classify it as as a bitter whiskey, but it's it kind of like turns not in a bad way. When you see when you hear turn, you think negative. I'm yeah. like. It, it comes in hot, and then, I mean, it, like, turns into, like a, like, a bitter in a drinkable sense. Yeah. Right. It
1: gives me almost, like, a super, super high cacao content dark chocolate bitter. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. still got no. that yep. sweetness, a- but it's not, like, it's still very rosy. It's still very, but it's got definitely a prominent bitterness to it on the back end. Yeah. I think yeah. this would be great you- as a cocktail whiskey if you want something with a little more oomph. I think like a mint julep would lend itself really well to this. Interesting. I would, I would, get, sweet.
2: I would say, um, weirdly enough, I think I would go turn this into a whiskey sour and yeah. I could have two or three. Yeah. I'd it's a sour 100% mash okay. whiskey for sure. Yep. I think it would pair. You drop a little sour in there, ice cold yep. and, uh, you, you get off a nice hard day of work and you go sit on the patio and you turn on some, you know, some good tunes, and yeah. and you're having a good night.
1: I've seen people do like Kentucky mules. They'll do like a like a Moscow mule, but with a whiskey rather than like a vodka. And I think this would go well with that. Yeah. Okay. But I, uh, your thoughts, age?
3: I think I think this is um. There's a lot going on, <laughs> so. I, I did. I, I put a little bit of water in there and everything to kind of help mellow it out, and it definitely helped. So I, I recommend like a splash of water if you're not uh not big into the the Bernie whiskeys. Uh, but at the same time, so I'm gonna go. This is like a packet and a half.
2: Yeah, it's like a packet oh. and a half
3: of Splenda. Uh, this is a one is and a half. Is that pack. the
2: second highest, Nick? I think it might be. what's up there. What's two is our highest, isn't it? Two is the highest. That was that uh, bur- a barrel bourbon. Um, yeah. Yes, the that's barrel, the like
1: cuvee or whatever it was.
2: Yeah, I still have half of that bottle left. I, mean, I don't know that. That's you got to say. That's not a nightcap. That don't is not make that nightcap. mistake. Okay, <laughs> that is your that's your first one finger of the night, and then you move on to a light beer.
1: Yeah, okay? yeah, and <laughs> coast. <laughs> Fair enough. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind that. That's okay. I think. Uh, uh, In my collection of whiskeys that I have, I would certainly not rank that in, like, my top 10 favorites. Okay. I think it's just sort of okay. Okay. Like I said, I don't... uh, To me, there's not a ton going on from, like, a palate perspective. Mm -hmm. It is sweet up front and bitter on the back end. But for me, that's just kind of it. Yeah. Like, some of these other ones, I feel like we pick up a lot more, like the caramel, the butterscotch, the vanilla, the baking spices, the... You know what I mean? With this one, it's just sort of sweet, then bitter. (laughs) Yeah. But... Yeah. No, I think it's okay. Well, speaking of
3: uh, got sweet but bitter, I have to say that's a perfect segue for our, our subject for the day, is that's my, it's Michael Scott. Yeah. Um, secretly very bitter. Michael Gary, <laughs> Gary Scott. 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 Michael Gary Scott. Scott. Hold me. Uh, well, I, and honestly, if the intro wasn't enough for you, I, I think the Dundies is like, what a great introduction to uh, a, a new born again Michael Scott.
1: Oh yeah, yes. Because right. your season, because we're for the folks at home, we're covering season two and three, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is our part two
1: of Michael. Part one was, yep well, we like just our did season. Yeah, it was like
3: our second episode, really. And we yeah. talked all about like season one, Michael, and like the introduction and the the hair and the the clothes and like and the hair and the hair and and the ego and the, and the hair. Awful, awful, <laughs> like jokes <laughs> that were somehow. As bad as it got. Um, but so in, in, the Dundies was like, he looks like a different person. Like, like a different, yeah. like a different person. Like, it not looks even, like
1: almost a different actor. It's like yeah. they hired his brother.
2: Correct. Like it's, it's, well, it, it's that drastic. And they did note that. They did that on purpose. Yeah. They, they knew they had to make him more likable and less like uh, David Brent. Yeah. Right. The, you in the, uh, whatever the other version the yeah. european the version office. yeah <laughs> yeah well, <laughs> and yeah. uh and so his hair changes right he gets and then he he actually loses some weight but the dundies was actually the third episode they filmed yeah. of season two okay uh and they and they decided to open with that one which was obviously a, a good call it was a big splash yeah oh yeah
1: ton of fun yeah you get it was a little one. bit of jim and pam right off the bat Mm-hmm. which is yep. nice too because yeah. it keeps those people engrossed yeah
3: it, I mean it, it really threw you in especially near the end of that episode for the, yeah. for them but uh yeah it, I, I remember reading about like uh, an interview or or something along the lines with with Steve Carell about um, when they had that big discussion about yeah we we think this is gonna be on the longer run if you will it's not gonna be like the like the UK where we're only gonna do what they do like two seasons, two seasons or something I think. and uh the whole point was to make you hate David Brent, Essentially, it's like, yeah. They, yeah, we can't do that. We're if we're gonna do five seasons of like at this point what we planned, and then what obviously went on to like nine seasons.
1: You've got to be old. You've got to be
3: more likable. <laughs> People can't just hate you the whole time. Yeah. Um. And and Steve Carell didn't want that either. And he's like, well, we have to humanize this character. And the Dundies was super fun in the way that they made him like a more like. They made him more of a child.
1: Oh yeah,
2: you know, sure. <laughs>
3: like oh yeah, he, he's like somehow somehow more likable because he's an unlikable child. <laughs>
2: yes. So, yeah. Well, I'm, yeah, and I don't know. Sorry, go ahead,
3: Bouncing man. in with that hoodie on and stuff, they yeah. like for his like rap.
1: <laughs> Dude, I love that Rain Wilson was such a menace with that stupid synthesizer the whole time. Oh yeah, like that's so good. Like that.
3: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Uh, I think uh he also like when you what about uh what about like the closing like we get to see him we get to see him kind of get his first taste of um with like Carol and everything that was into the relationship that was kind of happening at that time too yep uh, early yeah. on in
2: that season uh, wasn't quite yet then, not right? quite that was, yet um you know that was office Olympics is when he meets her but you yep. no, so. Uh, so back to the Dund. I mean, just talking about the Dundies, though. Oh, sure. Yeah. Like I got, I got, I, I have a fun. It's not really a what if, but let's do a, a speculate. Okay? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, what do you think was written on the bathroom wall? Oh. Oh man,
3: speculation. Michael's, because Michael's
2: got a little pee pee. Something if, to that. If you effect. watch the extended cut of the Dundies on Peacock, highly recommend. Yeah. Um. It's actually a lot bigger of a runner. Like it's talked about a lot more. Like it's yes. kind of like the the almost like the B story. Yeah. Of Dwight investigating to find out what it was, and obviously they kept it in there when he gets kicked out, and um, yeah. Phyllis yells at him and calls him a pervert. And yeah. Um. But <laughs> you really, are a it's, pervert. Yeah. You
1: are a pervert.
2: Yeah. No.
3: I, like that's what I want. I want to. I want to watch. I want to see you pee, Phyllis. Like. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> but there was even a Dundee. Yes. for Or most creative uh, bathroom wall joke on Michael <laughs> that he tried to goad everybody in to like, oh, it was me. Like, just take it. It's up here waiting. Yep, and then everyone yep. just sits there quietly and he looks at Dwight and he's like, good plan Dwight yeah <laughs> <laughs> so it's a it's a bigger deal in the extended cut which I love because that's a great little side little b runner you know going through it but oh hell um yeah. so what do you guys I think we uh we know for sure it was Pam right because that gets yeah. admitted
1: Yep, she said she felt bad about what she wrote on the bathroom wall about Michael.
2: Jim says, no, you're not. Uh, No, you didn't. No, you didn't. It's like, uh, no. (laughs) So, all right. So, I don't know who wants to start, but go one of you guys. I I
1: think it's something along the lines of, like, Michael's got a small wiener. Or something to that effect.
2: Yeah. But remember, Pam's writing it. So, I don't know if she would go that dirty. You don't think so? I think. She makes jokes about his dick when she sees his dick. It's true. His baguette. Well, that's yeah. true. Dangling but dangling uh, baguette. Yeah, I didn't see but remember, it. Started, but I remember, Pam saw her was in Pam huh? was very reserved in season one, and even into season two. But I, okay, so here's what I I think he I think she wrote. Michael is a forty year old virgin. <laughs> and and the reason and the reason that I think that is because this is when 40 old Virgin was about to release and I think maybe yeah. that was an inside joke with the writers. I
3: like that. That could be. I like yeah. that the best, Doc, honestly.
1: Cuz how how old was Michael when he lost his virginity? He makes a joke about it at some point. Like 27 Yeah, I was like 27, 28. 28 like, it was 20 like, i once like, went like, I once 28 like 20 years, years without sex without and then again sex. for another 11 or something then, yeah, like yeah, that yeah, <laughs> nine, nine. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i don't think it's really that big idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, i dig that michael is a 40 year old virgin yeah in, I like fa- that. in
3: fact i like that the best i was trying to think of something that wasn't related to uh to a a dick joke
0: and
1: uh, i just say i've seen a lot of bathroom graffiti in my time and it is almost exclusively dick jokes
3: Yeah. yeah why is it why is it always wiener jokes in uh in a guy's bathroom there's
1: one in college that i always really enjoyed in one of the stalls that was like things that annoy me and it was like number one lists number two or it was like letter b inconsistency yeah <laughs> or something <to> that, effect. <laughs> that was really good <laughs> oh god um
3: i do like in the dundies not to not to you know keep beating this uh uh this episode down uh but i do like that after that whole season that first season right and then they bring this back and we get a little bit of a humanization of of michael yeah. Like getting picked on by the guys who aren't with the office group, you know. So think of Elton.
1: We just came from your mama's from your house.
3: mama's house, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, like super super that, douchey guys. Those guys suck. They suck so bad. And then like I think I mentioned. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say. And and then it's you do you do see that his employees do care a certain extent. You yeah. know, they they don't want him to feel bad. They're he's he is trying to do something for them. And I do feel like. You know, as we get through more of these episodes, all the things that Michael tries to do for his employees, because in the end, he just wants them to appreciate his presence to some extent, right? Like, that's really all it is.
1: Well, I think they very much got the, like, it's the the friend or the brother that, like, you and your buddies pick on all the time, but, like fuck you yeah. you're hey. not allowed to make hey. fun of this, like, like, this is my this is my dude to pick on. i get to call him short because he's my brother you don't get to fucking call him short you don't know it like you know what i mean yeah exactly it's that's it. sort of like yeah. they're like you we get to be shitty to him because we deal with him all the time you don't get to just be shitty to him for yeah. no reason
3: we get to call him a 40 year old virgin not you douchebag yeah. you know so like you haven't earned it okay because yeah. you don't know him so yeah you're 100 right uh what were you gonna say bj
2: no actually nick said exactly i think i said it in the other episode is michael is like the little brother it's okay for you to pick on him but not okay (laughs) you know that's exactly what i was gonna say it's
1: okay for us to pick on him but not for
2: you to pick on him right yeah correct okay um all right move, moving on from the Dundee. anyone else on the Dundees? No, no that's I, fine No I think that's a great I think we got to keep a
1: respectable time per yeah. episode that we cover yeah. or this is going to be the longest yeah. episode so we ever. Might have full, even been, full
3: disclosure we we're might. not going to touch on every episode guys okay so <laughs> so like we'll, we'll we'll certainly try to do what we can but you know I like I say um even even in like uh I don't know about sexual harassment I think of Office Olympics as like another big um, another big one to me in my in my mind, I guess, but as a know. Michael episode, yeah, as like yeah. a Michael yeah. episode, he has his so
1: own complete where, side story. Yeah,
2: yeah, he, him and Dwight. Yeah, where where was he living before he bought a condo? Do you think he was just in an apartment or what?
1: Oh, I'm I mean, sure he
2: was just renting something cheap. Well, so he they say that the, Dwight says that the new
3: place is smaller than his old place, but Michael says. Mm. Michael says that well yeah but now he's buying it he's not renting anymore so it's an upgrade.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's So maybe fair. he
2: had like a little house or something he that was he was renting? renting a different house.
1: Oh my god, sure. do you think he was renting like Okay, hold on. You think he was renting like his grandma's old place since they put her in an assisted living home?
3: Oh, dude. That's that would make a lot of sense. <laughs> his his Nana's like his, grandma's his old, Nana's yeah.
1: house. What kind of a name yeah, is nana Yeah, anyways.
3: It means grandmother
1: oh my god, oh god. Sweet
2: Jesus. yeah Sweet that's a good Jesus. guess that's he a good point point. and she's maybe an she finally lawyer. was like maybe she was finally like okay like I need to sell this house because I like my 401k is running out and now I'm in this expensive assisted living place and I need the money from the house sale you know
1: Michael talked yeah. to her into letting him rent it as an investment somehow
2: I I have another thing and
3: although it sounds like okay yeah that's too easy though it kind of makes me think he was still living with his mother.
0: Yeah. Oh. Because he
3: even tells Ryan like later on to go get that that videotape of Fundle Bundle. Yeah. Uh, and and he even tells him how to get into like to to the house through the side window. Yeah. And like <laughs> and he like the way he
1: talks and calls his mom all the time. Yeah. That's like that's what it makes me think. You think Michael lived with his mom, but he's the type of guy to call his mom his roommate? <laughs> <laughs> like when he's trying to pick up women at, I don't at, Oh, God, I hope not. At some terrible little dive bar. Yeah. It, uh, No, I don't like it. <laughs> <At> poor Richard. <laughs> poor Richard. He's like, we can come back to my place. We're going to have to be quiet because my roommate's there. My roommates are sleeping. I Your go parents? walking in and she's like, Michael?
3: Michael. My- <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> why do why is it that when every time I tell you that I'm married, you say that I'm not? You don't believe me. Well, said, are every you?
1: time I'm engaged, you don't believe me. Are you getting <laughs> married? No. Uh just, hang up. <laughs> it is it
3: is just one more <laughs> he just clicks the button. Yeah,
2: yeah uh, I love that part.
3: <laughs> like, is this do you feel like this is just a reckless thing that Michael is doing? Like, why do you think he's like why do you think he all of a sudden is like he's moved now? You know, like I know. Like, assuming that he was, in fact, living with, like, a family member.
1: I like to think because of them doing things like him wanting to watch Entourage all the time, he got, like, premium cable and then came across HGTV and was like, well, I can't do any of these things if I don't own my own place. How am I supposed to put up shiplap ceiling covering if I don't own my own place? Yeah. Exactly how am I supposed to put up some sort of faux marble backsplash if I don't own? <laughs> if I don't own. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Uh also I love that Entourage is what Toby's watching in uh Costa Rica when he's in the hospital in Spanish. Yeah. It's in oh, Spanish. Oh yeah, though. that yeah. was
2: a good that was that was a good callback. Like he's being tortured still yeah. by Michael. Like
3: <laughs> uh, Awesome. I don't know. I don't know if you guys got any more, like, much more on like his house buying ex- ex- excursion. No, oh, I think we've we've um, covered
1: it pretty well. Yeah, in, I feel like our Dwight conversations yeah. went through that, um, and then yeah. in Michael's like uh, maybe the loves of Michael's life.
3: Maybe there again, that's actually another point uh, to be made. You know, he does he does invite Dwight in in the idea like w- what we think is to cover some of the rent. Maybe yeah. it was to invite in a roommate so he didn't have to live alone. Yeah, probably
2: because he's always afraid of being alone. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Um, I have a feeling he lived alone and I'm on board with Nick's. I think he lived alone at his like grandma's old house. His grandma's old house. And he was renting it at like a break even. Yeah, basically. Yeah, she's owned it for 30
1: years. Like he's just he's just paying her like way below market value. Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) And she finally was like, all right, Michael, you're 40. Five years old. Get your ass out of my house. Go buy a house. Yeah. And we, we saw, we, we when we met Nana, we, sh- we, she, she, Nana don't take no shit. Okay. I That's bet right.
1: they started the investment club and she wanted to sell the house for more investment capital. Yeah. And absolutely. so she had to kick Michael out.
3: Seems like a smart cookie. Uh, <laughs> do you, I know we've talked a lot about the fire in like previous episodes and everything, especially with Ryan. Yeah. Um, but, uh, do you do you find what what do you guys since we're here now? What do you guys feel like his obsession with Ryan is? Is it like
2: Ryan's is Ryan's it, everything? He's always wanted to be like he's he's a young, attractive, like go getter that's into business school, and he's he in his opinion, he's just everything. I, this is what I think. I think he's just yeah. like. He, which is he was Ryan when he was 25, Yeah, you know? I think he's
1: living vicariously through Ryan. Okay. I think it's like dads will force their children into sports that they don't want to play so they can relive their glory days and live vicariously. Michael wants to redo his life a la
2: Ryan. A la Ryan. Ryan's got like a bunch of friends. He always has plans on weekends. I mean, you think about it, Michael's only friends are work associates like that aren't i mean you go back when he was equals with todd packer that's like his only friend and yeah. todd mm-hmm. just like put up with him because he worshipped him you know yeah right and then you and then you move on to like i mean who does he hang it with on weekends like Boy. i wasted all that time i should have been going to bars meeting yeah. girls nice <laughs> girls you meet at bars that's the bar that's my wife you're talking about that's my, that's that's my, my wife, wife you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> <Incredible>. <laughs> He's hanging out with Dwight like he doesn't have any friends and so yeah. like Ryan's just like a super cool guy like, yeah yeah, it's true um, the, the
3: the fire the fire was uh, a pretty telling episode for his uh, his infatuation with like Ryan and uh, kind of what sparked this whole uh, series of the previous episodes of these characters with Ryan Dwight and and Michael essentially this love triangle. This bromance triangle, yeah, um, but
0: everybody
1: has <laughs> Dwight <laughs> uh, in the car.
3: But I think Halloween is honestly one of the best. Like, it, it's like wh- where we get we really see Michael struggle, like, like really, really struggle. Uh, finally, at this point, with having to fire somebody because he. He literally just wants everybody to be his friend. Yeah. And the only reason that he can hang out with people is if he comes up with these events and happenings and stuff that he has to put together. Like the Dundies, like dinner party, dinner party, the booze cruise. Yeah. Every 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 all these office parties so he can hang out while there's supposed to be work that's supposed to be being done, he's he's doing this so he
1: can hang out with people. You think Michael does so many office parties because he doesn't get invited to normal parties?
3: Probably.
2: Yes. 100%. Because he didn't you get know, invited o- to Jim's party. Yeah. Yeah. And he always makes way too much guacamole. Always. Like, I, he doesn't even know why he makes so much. <laughs> <laughs> he makes in <it> such, <laughs> such large quantities. Uh, like... Uh,
3: yeah. Uh, but that's I don't... that's the thing. Like I don't know. He, he, the Halloween thing though is he just wants everything to everyone to be his friend. He just doesn't know. He he didn't know who he was going to fire. No. Like at all. Until no.
1: it was happening. Yeah.
3: And I he I think he like specifically chose just people that he knew he didn't know or get along with or hang out with much. Yeah. Regardless.
2: Well it makes more sense to fire the least popular person yeah you know like, <laughs> That's, yeah, and he, he yeah. can't fire Toby yeah
3: yeah you can't fire yeah he can't fire yeah. Toby
2: yeah because no, Toby's technically him. corporate so he's not a part of his family he's, <laughs> he's also divorced so he's really not a part of his own family <laughs> you know, maybe the meanest joke in the entire show
1: <laughs> we're all like one big happy family well except Toby he's corporate yeah. so he's not really part of our family and in fact he's recently divorced so he's not even part of his own family
3: do it's you guys um brutal. do you feel bad for for Michael in this episode?
1: In Halloween? Uh, in Halloween. Oh, no, fucked out. No. That's his job. No. He's got to fire somebody.
2: No. Yeah. Why no. did he leave it nope. till the
1: absolute last moment?
2: Yeah. No. It, I do not I do I, I do not feel bad for him. He put himself in that position. He should have I mean, frankly like you can do it the right way, and he did it the wrong way. Right. So yeah. he, it is it's like, like
1: he looked up a roadmap on how to fire somebody effectively and then just chose to do the opposite of every single step.
3: Yeah. No, I, I feel you there. It, it's, uh, for, for me, I do feel bad for him, like, cause I know he doesn't want to do it. But at the same time, like, he just, he just did it the worst possible freaking way. He made it he made it like public news that somebody was going to be yes. fired.
1: That's why I don't feel bad for him cuz he did it in such a terrible way. I've had to fire people. BJ, I'm sure you've had to fire people. Like it's oh, it's yeah. one yeah. of those things where like they've done that to themselves at that point in time. In this case, Michael has done this to himself. He had yeah. plenty of notice, right? Right. That he knew he needed to fire somebody. Yeah. He left it till the absolute last second. Yeah. Chose to do it on a holiday. Hmm. And then waffled back and forth on who he wanted to fire. He allowed himself to be talked out of firing a person he was firing.
2: <laughs> yes. And it's, <sighs> I mean, I don't want to talk. I
3: feel like much. Yeah. More I feel about like we could talk more
2: about this. <laughs> like uh, yeah, like. Uh, like I don't know, maybe next week. Well, maybe, but maybe we'll talk be, about it uh, <laughs> That'd be a good lazy
3: scripting for next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: But, but uh one thing, yeah, that I will say. You know what? I'll save it. I'll save it. you save week. it. I'll save it. That's yeah. fair. I mean, it's not gonna be really part of what we're talking about, but it'll circle back, and I'll I'll talk about it then. Yeah. So. Why? Did Spoiler
3: alert for it next week. Why, why did you save it till Halloween? Because it's very scary
2: stuff. Because it's very <laughs> scary stuff. Uh, the fight. Yeah. <laughs> The fight, the fight. I feel like this is one we haven't really ta- talked about overly um, enough. Honestly, this is a arigato. a good episode. Yeah, ar- arigato. Um, I feel like this is kind of like a Dwight is the main character of this of this story. Yeah, and, for sure. And then it's it's a pivotal Pam and Jim episode in the reverse side of a normal pivotal jam or Pam episode. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Pam, Jam. We'll just jam, call him jam. Jim and Pam. Yeah, Uh, where we kind of went the other way. Yep, and uh, but Michael just assumes he's he's the best at everything, right? He was the best salesman, so and so obviously he's the strongest in the office too. Except for warehouse, they don't count,
3: right? No, of course,
2: (laughs) (laughs) warehouse doesn't count. Yep. (laughs) Uh, So I I don't know. Go go for it. I was just
3: gonna say, like I think I think the fight is like. (sighs) It just when you, when you step, step back and like you, you watch this analytically like we do, right? Like you start to realize the how, how baseline some of these um, storylines really are, just being based on, it's like, hey, you, what happened when you were a kid, like on the playground? Oh, well, you thought you were tougher than somebody or you thought your dad could beat up somebody else's dad or something like made that Michael do What that? if what if we make two grown adults do that? Yeah. Let's have let's have fun with that and then other adults who are reasonable have to watch them do it. <laughs> let's do that. Like that's that's basically what happens with this. And again, it just adds to the fact of like Michael Michael's childlike just existence in this in this world. You know, and I just love him like at the end where he when he's when he's bested Dwight essentially and, and he's just open like, your mouth open your mouth open your mouth, your mouth. <laughs> 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 No Michael <laughs> No Michael <laughs> <laughs> And he's just like it is such a big brother little brother like thing where he's like he's like counting points as he's hitting him what yeah. 3 2 what <laughs> he's just so and then and then at the end he's like in his office like <laughs> Oh, man. He's like, oh, yeah. I need that footage. <laughs> I want that footage. I need it. I need that footage. Like,
1: <laughs> one of my favorite Michael lines from the season is him going, a lot of rules, a lot of rules on the street. There's no yep. rules. Yeah. Maybe one.
2: Yeah. Uh, no kicks, kicks to the dinner. groin. Home, no for for home for dinner. Home for dinner. I say that. I used to say that all the time. No <laughs> kicks to the groin home for dinner? Yeah, and only, like, I'd say 1% of my friend group, maybe, or random. Like, in college, we had the the, the quote, like, the house that everyone would come over to, you know? And yeah. we had a foosball table. Yeah. And every time someone would be like, like, you want to play? I'd be like, all right, all right, here are the rules. There's really only one rule. No kicks to the groin, home for dinner. Home for dinner. And-
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Nobody fucking got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's just making shit up. <laughs> a lot of rules.
1: A lot of rules.
3: A lot of rules. rules. Um, Alright. We've come to we've come to AJ's AJ's favorite, the client. And I we don't have to spend a lot of time on it. But but I feel like I have like a, a good what if. Um Ooh, I like it. If okay. you will, on this. Now we talked that we talked a great deal about it. And why I think this is such a pivotal episode for the entirety of the show. You know, um, we get to see really how great of a salesperson Michael really is. We see the start yeah. of Jan and Michael's relationship to a degree. Um, Jim and Pam have a date. We see Threat Level Midnight. Um, lots and lots of stuff happens uh, in this in this episode. But um, I, I like to think of um, what like and I don't know if we've done this before actually I don't know if, I don't think I've asked this before but what what do you think would have happened how how would things have changed if Jan blew that sale for for them like Michael sitting there trying to save it
1: I think Scranton Branch gets closed down
3: like how quickly
1: I mean in the next few episodes is Branch closing isn't it is it or is that next season no, that's next season. Um, next season, next sorry, season. beginning of next season is branch closing. That's, I mean, okay, that's go, right. I still, I still think by the end of the season they close down screen. Yeah, because that's a huge account for them. Sure. It, like you said, it starts Michael and Jan's relationship, where maybe Jan was not holding Michael to a standard that she should have been. Right, right. Despite the fact that she's very like. Hey, we're going to be professionals about this, we're only going yes. to talk about work, yada yada yada. I'm sure to a subconscious extent she was maybe not holding Michael to the same standard as she should have. Right. Um and also I think that from a cover her own ass type of standpoint, Jan shuts down the branch so that Michael can't be like, well, Jan tank this fucking sale.
3: Yeah. I uh I it's 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 almost crazy to think about all the things because Think of it if it was on Jan's timetable, right? Yeah. Jan thought this was going to be, they were going to go to the Radisson, probably have like, you know, meet up, have a dinner cocktail type of deal, you know, client meeting essentially. Yep. A little bit of wine and dine maybe. And it was going to be what, two hours? Yep. And think about that. This took all. And it wasn't even going to be dinner.
1: It'd be it'd be lunch. 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 They were meeting That's for right. lunch because he was trying to shut down the office and tell everybody they could go home. That's
3: right. The, oh my God, <laughs> yep. you're you're absolutely right. So, yeah. on that on that note, right? Pam wouldn't have gone in. He wouldn't have called for a joke. Yeah. He wouldn't have had the time probably. Yep. Even if he did, okay. So let's even say that he he may have still gotten to tell his joke. Yep. She would have found the midnight the threat level midnight uh, uh, script yep. with pictures. Uh, and then he would have, they, but they probably would have come home or come back to the office earlier. Yeah. Uh, Jan and Michael would have been upset. Jan would have been pissed. She would have left for corporate right away. Oh
0: yeah. For right.
3: Sure. She's not going to hang out. She's not going to sit here and deal with Michael and like converse with Michael about this lost sale. She's just going to blame it on him. Yep. Um, which probably may have been a hope for her anyways. Yep. Um, but then I also think that that means they wouldn't have been able to sit down and do threat level midnight reading, yep. table read. Um, and Jim and Pam wouldn't have had their quote unquote first date. Correct. So, yep. I think, I think it would have been like a crazy, crazy snowball that wouldn't have happened. Um, for, um, uh,
2: I don't know, for a lot. yeah, just for a lot of shit. So. At, at what time do you think, Jan... Because All right, can I just go? Yeah, no, go, go, go. I'm really glad that you brought this up because I've thought about this before as a, maybe a future what-if or scenario that I'd throw cool. in and I had it in the back of my head. So so two things matter here. At what time do you think Jan would have tanked the sale? Do you think it would have been two hours in, so it would have been like 2 o'clock and Michael would have gone back to the office? There wouldn't have been the Jim-Pam date? Or do you think it would have been she finally got fed up enough where it was late enough that they, like, Michael would have just gone home?
1: No, I think it would have been early. I think it would have been early. Because she already tried to sort of, like, get them back on track. Early in the sale, she says, like, let's get down to brass tacks. Yeah. And Michael does like that. Yeah.
3: What's the bottom line? Is yeah. basically she just tries to go right for the jugular of the yep. sale. She tries and, to and just he, get in there. And he is obviously irritated at this point. Well, we are out to save money. What's the yeah. bottom line? Yeah. It's just basically this, yeah. like, hard hard sell. That's her fault. That's her fault. That's why I wanted a secret word. Yeah.
1: Uh, That's why I wanted a signal. A signal. That's right. A signal. (laughs) Yes. Okay. No, I I, I, I think it would have been earlier. I've been in sales meetings before where the client was like like apprehensive to take the meeting to begin with, and that's very much the feel you have going into this. Yeah. Like, they were lucky to get this meeting at
2: all. Right.
1: Like, there's very little hope they're going to come in and actually close this. Like, they know that they're coming in too expensive, which I think is where Jan is at with it. And then you have... Willy Wonka, Michael, who anything is possible, who right. thinks like, oh, well, if they took the meeting, well, we're going to go in there and close it for sure. Yeah. And Jan's like, let's just get in, get out. If we get the no, we get the no. Like, let's just fucking go home. Yeah. Like
2: graphs kay. and charts, graphs and charts. Yeah. So give me the floor for 90 seconds. You got it. Okay. So Jan tanks the sale. Yep. Okay. And we'll say at this point, it's like two or three in the afternoon, right? Okay. Normal workday ends at five michael's depressed sad whatever decides just not to go back to the office goes home so everything on that side of it stays the same um he gets in trouble whatever for not closing it gets in with jan a little bit about it and ends up calling david wallace the new cfo right and kind of complains about jan like like saying she tanked the sale yeah like i had that sale i know sales i had that sale if i could have had five more minutes like very much the telemarketing yeah. <laughs> spiel yeah i know that sales. he gives to the i know sales and i had that sale it's you a know trading right. game it's a trading game and and so david wallace not knowing michael at all but only hearing rumors from everybody in the company obviously is gonna side with jan and putting that wedge between them they decide to fire michael over not getting the sale Ugh. Yeah, and then expediting the Josh taking over both the Stanford branch and the uh, and the Grant uh, branch. Yeah, and because at that point he would not have put in for Staples yet. So maybe that promotion and that like that absorption would have made him just not put in for it. Either way, it still would have been a year early. Yeah, at that yeah. point, uh, so he would have still been the new boss. Uh, Karen comes in because Pam's still with Roy and jim and karen would have started dating and i think that would have put the because then casino night never would have happened pam never would have broke it off with roy yeah pam and roy would have gotten married and jim and karen would have ended up together
3: boom jim and karen team jim and karen team Jaren. i'm team Jaren. Yep. team Jaren. team Jaren. i don't
1: like that at all yeah We yeah, call it that's not team so kim
3: no nah, that's too weird <laughs> 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 all right yeah, fair enough all right well um yeah no i like that like it's it's insane like the rabbit holes like obviously you know i know i know it's like well yeah well that's why the show's written that way it's like hey you know what's fun having some discussion about yeah. you know suck my butt nerd yeah it's it's well yeah that's because they wrote it that way yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. No shit, Sherlock.
3: Oh, that's super fucking yeah, that's crazy. You know what? We should just not we should just not talk about things sometimes that we enjoy.
1: Sometimes it's fun to grab the thread and follow the thread. Yeah,
3: absolutely. Just keep pulling <laughs> and just keep following it up that from out out, out of the office and, and up the power line. Let okay? me unravel that party sweater. Let's go. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's uh, already so much that we got to cover, uh, even in uh, season two here. So we'll just kind of keep on trucking. We might need another episode. You know, just
1: call this season. Two. This might just be season two, season two there, Michael. gents,
3: and, and we'll cut, yeah. we'll follow up with season three. Because we won't leave you hanging on season three. No, we know you guys love no, that. And, there's way too yeah, much. There's just so much yeah. uh, when you talk about these two seasons, but. We um, were
1: dreaming, when,
2: thinking we could break Michael into two. When I knew <laughs> that
1: we filled an hour with seven episodes yeah. of on season one, Michael, and knowing that we had like forty six coming into this one, I was like, "There's no fucking way we get through both of yeah.
2: these." We'll we're not even here. halfway done with season two, okay. and we're already no. almost an hour in. Yeah, <laughs> no way. <laughs> um,
3: I'm gonna. to right. I'm gonna move it. I'm gonna move us over to. Um, I want I want to move us to email surveillance. Okay. Like performance reviews, yes, that's like that is a a thing, and it's it's just kind of I think it really just builds on on Michael with his relationship with Jan and trying to understand that. Yeah,
1: it's almost a part two to the
3: kind of it kind of really is, yeah. And so, but email surveillance is another one of those where Michael doesn't get invited to the party, and then we actually see him being essentially insufferable at improv. Yep, just insufferable.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, oh I love it. I think we so, we talked Gio. about the uh I think we've talked about the the improv oh, yeah. before. One I think one question was thrown out like would you wanna be in Michael's improv group? Yes, and I, I said remember, absolutely yeah. yes I would. Yeah. And I stand by it.
3: I want to be an improv with Steve Carell, not Michael Scott. <laughs>
2: okay. I wanna be in there I would be in there with both. Oh my gosh. Oh. I would Steve Carell would be time-
3: so mad at Michael Scott in his improv class. Oh, yeah.
2: oh yes, he would. But uh, me, like me, BJ every time Steve like pulled out a fake gun to tank a scene, I would go over the top like yeah. with it yeah. and piss everybody else in the group off too. Like <laughs> like I wouldn't care. I would think it would be so funny. Just pull but- out a bigger gun. Like <laughs> yep, like if he pulled out a gun, I would pull a bazooka, yeah, and, and fire. Like, yeah, well I have like, a pull- shield that blocks
3: bullets yeah. and a gun.
2: Yep, <laughs> it's just, just it's just more
3: being a child.
2: Yep. <laughs> that would be fun <laughs> because anybody in that room could outsmart him in that regard. They just shut down their... T- First of all, that impa improv group is taking it too seriously like you're in scranton pennsylvania doing improv at a school hey they're only three hours from new york all right okay and like what what do you think the point of this is the point is to have some fun and like be in a in a group like why wouldn't you want someone like Michael in there who's just re- over the top ridiculous? Like I, otherwise, you might as well commandeering just go freaking. Every scene.
0: <laughs> I think <laughs> yeah, I think well,
2: Jim whatever. said it
1: best when talking about the play. These are people that never gave up on their dreams. That's right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> See, yeah. All right. Uh, all right. I guess I'm wrong. I would also. I guess I shouldn't do it, Prof, because I would be kicked. I would, I would not be, be invited for drinks afterwards.
3: <laughs> you would not be invited for drinks. That's a good point. He is not. He is not invited for drinks. We're
1: all meeting with a mutual friend that we all know different. ways. We
3: all know different ways.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Incredible.
3: Oh uh, but when he shows up to Jim's party, like the air. The atmospheric pressure in that room changes.
1: You just hear like a Looney Tunes style tire screeching sound effect. Yeah, in your head as everybody puts on the brakes. Like, oh fuck, Michael's here. Yeah,
3: like, and again, I, I feel bad, but at the same time, I feel like there's like you've got to be somewhat aware, man. You've got to you you've got to understand like that boundary or whatever of like you know what you're the boss and you should try to find your own. Thing to do, I
2: guess yeah. you know what I well, mean. Well, it goes back. Like he doesn't have any friends. Like this is his family. He thinks this is his family, and they're having a family gathering, and they didn't invite dad.
1: Well, like, I don't. I don't know yeah. how many times I've heard when we've been planning like employee events and stuff, a boss saying something to the effect of like. I don't think I'm going to go because I want people to feel like they can let loose and have a good time and not have to worry about having the boss there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I've heard that I don't know how many times from how many different bosses. And Michael, on the other hand, just believes he is the life of the party. Yes. He is the reason everybody's having fun. He's like,
3: I better go so people have a good time. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Not, not, I better stay home so people can enjoy themselves without pressure. It's, I better go so everybody can have the time of their life. So that way the pressure's off. (laughs) (laughs)
0: uh,
2: because i had i had like a reverse effect i guess coming up through my job where before i was in my current position which is now my boss's position he was the opposite of michael he was at, at work very reserved very professional very just like work 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 and the Christmas party was the one time where everybody got to see him have a couple beers and relax a little bit and get to know him. And everybody was so stoked on that, you know, and like, they loved it. Like, Whoa, like, Oh, I like, he would have two Bud lights and ever, and you know, and he would just be nice and he's handing out gifts and prizes to everybody. And like, I mean, like the, the, you know, the, Lois on the totem pole. People would go up and have a conversation with them, and he was very engaging with everybody. Made everybody feel welcome, and yeah. people loved it. Like it was the exact opposite. So that's where I disagreed. But Michael is the opposite of him. So he's over the top all the time. They wanted to get away from him, and I yeah, yep, I get that. It's yeah. just a different scenario for sure. Yeah, I, and and
1: it,
3: he him him firing up his own duet. On yeah. the karaoke machine. And it's is, like, hey,
1: this will force somebody to come sing with me.
3: Yes. Like, I don't know. Like Again, I go back and forth for Michael all the time of like, do I feel bad for him or do I just... Am I overthinking this? You, you shouldn't know? feel bad. And yeah, I don't think you're supposed to feel bad for him.
1: Everything that happens is his fault. Yeah.
2: Fair enough. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think he had... A, I think he had... A, I I don't know. He was just a... He was... I hate to say the word, like, loser. He wasn't, like, a loser. I, I would say he grew up in a different time where, like, the nerds got bullied type yeah, thing. Where, nowadays, yeah, where nowadays it's not. Cool. A, well, yeah, <laughs> and it's just, like, it's not... I mean, it's less of a thing. I guarantee it's still happening, obviously. I'm not in grade school anymore. I don't right, know. Right. But I think it's less of a thing now as it was, like, you know, when he was in grade school, elementary school, I mean, it was, like, the 70s, 80s, right? So, right. yeah, he's... Yeah, BJ's a redheaded less.
1: kid with glasses. Your life must have been a little rough.
2: Oh, and my name's BJ. <laughs> like, oh <man>. <laughs> like like <laughs> and I was overweight. Like <laughs> Trust me. This oh. I got freaking I got thick skin. I was, okay. <laughs> <laughs> was a
1: who is Is it Andy who said that he, he was, was a, the fit? F- he was he was a fat child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the physical never...
3: embodiment of a target in high school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was he an says,
2: "Obese child." Is, That's Andy's line. I was an obese. Yeah, child. no. The the whole line is like, "Yeah, when I was a kid, I used to break some boards, diving boards. I was an obese child." Surprised <laughs> I don't talk about that more. <laughs> Surprised <laughs> I don't talk about that more.
3: Um, I'm skipping over Christmas party.
1: Yeah, because we're because you here guys, for holiday
3: season. You babe. guys are going to be getting a, a real treat this holiday season.
1: There are a few things that AJ and I love more than Christmas. Yeah.
2: Very few. And me. And Hello. Am and I DJ, not in the room here? B J is. fine. I can guess. you not
1: see me? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so used to, I've I've done Christmas episodes of other podcasts with AJ before. Yeah. And to the other host, less excited about Christmas. So I, it was just PTSD flashbacks, BJ. I apologize. That's not your fault.
3: It's very true. You might have three of the most excited people for Christmas like in, in this room. Like, oh, we're going to go so oh. in. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be like Mr. Christmas. Our holiday. Christmas. Our holiday seasons for this podcast are gonna be fucking lit.
1: <laughs> and I will not lit be, like a Christmas tree. Not be bro.
3: bleeping that out. <laughs> no. So. Uh, there's your there's your teaser. Uh, booze Cruise, though, we got to do some Booze Cruise.
1: Oh, we've never talked about it before on the
3: podcast. We've never talked about Booze Cruise on the podcast, ever, once. That's my joke. At that's any, my joke. That's my joke. That's my joke. That's
1: my joke. <laughs> uh, that's my joke. Uh, but no, I I mean. Michael gets on the front of the boat and yells, I'm king of the world in the first hour, or I give you my next paycheck. My next paycheck.
2: Uh, I man. love this seen so much but what made me think of it was i saw a meme that was unrelated to the office it was actually uh like a titanic meme and it was like jack gets on the boat and he gets on the or he gets to the front of the boat and he yells i'm king of the world like or i'm on top of the world or whatever and then it's and it's just like he's at sea level Literally the lowest point in the
1: (laughs) world. Oh God! Incredible. Oh no! Uh, You are literally you're at the lowest, lowest, (laughs) the most level you could be. Uh,
3: I, I I just I'm just gonna keep beating this dead horse, guys. He planned this party so he could have people like basically so and 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 i love how much this backfired because like we've said in the previous episodes brenda is not there to like keep an eye on anybody like i like i originally thought right brenda is there to learn because michael technically is a good salesperson or has like this motivational
1: it's like the remote thing. version of the meeting that david wallace does where he tries to figure out what are you doing right correct
3: yeah and and so he she is there to basically learn from michael just the same way and this is this must be a backfire for him because he's like I just wanted to go and hang out with like <laughs> my friends, okay, yeah. my coworkers who kind of despise me. And he he plans a booze cruise.
0: Yep.
1: In January. <laughs> uh, like wall and Wallop back. Uh yeah. But now he's got to now he feels like he's got to turn this into some like professional environment where he's got to give these employment parables and
3: yes, like,
1: like stuff that he probably could have not done. And she would have been like, yeah, he's got a great rapport with his staff." Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. You're right. Oh no. The, the
3: whole, the whole thing. Uh, I, I, I kind of just something about this episode. Like I go back to it very often, but parts of me
1: just, Kind of hate this episode. Oh yeah, it's a love and hate thing for sure. Yeah, some of the more awkward moments in the early seasons for sure. Absolutely. There's and, the there's the naming the wedding date yes. is really uncomfortable. Jim snap breaking off with Katie is super uncomfortable.
3: Yeah, very very hard to watch. And then and then the the awful mistake like of Jim talking to Michael. Yes. At the end of this episode. Yep. Is is just
2: It's just bonkers. Uh, is
1: Booze Cruise the one with that super huge silence, BJ, that you talked about previously?
2: Think it yeah, the longest silence in yeah. uh, sitcom history.
1: Yeah, where they just stand there for forever, and then Pam does the, I'm cold. God, that's right. Yeah, like that's super uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, it, it, Michael causing a mass hysteria by claiming the ship is sinking. Super uncomfortable. He just, he
3: just cannot. He just cannot stand... To not be at the forefront of whether it's good or bad, yeah. He just has to be there, like and and if you watch the Superfan episodes, guys, you have to, you have to like watching this one where he tries to play guitar with the band, but then Creed takes over, which is phenomenal and just shreds it, and then, uh, oh man, and then yeah, him him causing that just absolute panic for people saying that the boat is sinking can you imagine the guy who
1: jumps overboard oh my
3: gosh jumping out into the water in or january. like in january are you yeah. kidding me oh it's so bad dude um i don't know we're like we're, we're getting close we're getting close guys holy cow we're only like halfway through season not season two it's <laughs> <That's> insane <laughs> What, what? How about this? What else do you guys have for for season two of Michael? Like as as we're kind of going through everything, like and kind of kind of getting to this last like side of it.
2: Um. Well, the go go ahead. ahead I guess Well, you. I mean, you skip. It's tough because you go to like the carpet, and that's like a yep. huge. Like you find out, Michael really just wants to be loved, and then you go yeah. to boys yep. and girls, and it's the same thing. It's all about. Season two is, like, growing Michael, like, learning his personality, learning his, like, what makes him tick kind of thing. And, uh, you know, Boys and Girls is definitely a, a big episode where they go, like, they have to split up. And it's the first time, like, really, Jean like, infiltrates the office, right? Right. And, yep. and makes, like, makes like a point that she's in charge. And, like, Michael's not used to that. And so he has to do his his thing down in the warehouse and everything goes wrong. Right. Yep. Um uh, I you're you're right though. Like
3: this this season, although well, we've already determined that that Dwight is the main character of the office. That's yep. established. That's, that's established in Scotch and Splenda ethos. Uh however, the season two would definitely make a run for or make a case for Michael being the main character yeah. in this season. Um just just with as much development as you get. Like in all the stuff that he does, and like how much, how much they bring it to light that he is more than just a living cartoon character. Yeah, you know, um,
1: they definitely flush him out as a little more three dimensional. Yeah, absolutely, season, for sure.
3: Yeah, I agree. Uh, I I I don't want to I don't want to skip over things like uh, Dwight's speech because I think Dwight's speech is freaking hilarious. Oh and yeah, how much he just absolutely. Uh, I don't know. Michael
1: is the little brother who's got to get presents on the other kid's birthday in that episode. Yes, it's exactly what he is. Yeah. He
3: he is the guy who captivated the guy. Who captivated Captivated (laughs) a thousand guys.
1: Yeah. A thousand guys. She's probably drinking in the mini bar. The mini bar. like, yeah. yeah. He he, (laughs) is...
3: He's he. You're the friend of the guy on stage. Yeah, and you're you're proud to be that. Yeah. I got news for just anybody who who wants to be that person. Don't. Don't. Okay. Because re-evaluate. unless <laughs> unless you're Dwight Schrute, nobody really appreciates it. Okay. Trust me. It's it is it is absolutely. Oh man, it's so frustrating to watch. But I do I do love that Jim gives uh Dwight, uh like speeches from like Mussolini yeah. and other dictators. Some of history's
1: greatest dictators. Correct. Uh, uh but yeah.
3: No, it's you're you're hundred percent right. The, the the brother that has to get presents on the other person's birthday.
1: That's him. Oh,
3: God, that's a great description.
1: <laughs> that's just who he is that episode. He's always got to be involved. He does the intro for Dwight. He's like, I'm going to entertain you until he gets up here, yeah. like that sort of thing. I
3: got to save this somehow. Yeah. Speaking of which, Michael's birthday. Uh, <laughs> the <laughs> the can, uh, can I just say, can I just say, I... It's very rare, and we do this on our other show, or whatnot, where we we want like props and stuff. You have another show? I want the I want Michael's birthday poster. <laughs> I want it so bad from the ice rink. Yes, the the no the one that they oh, own, oh, that, they oh, signed, oh, that oh.
1: Dwight signs. Sorry, that yeah. they signed. <laughs> I I want that so bad. I want. Michael's personalized from Dwight hockey jersey. That's a good one. <laughs> from Dwight. I want the Scranton wilkes barre Penguins from Dwight hockey jersey. I I love that. When we eventually get larger and have a big studio, we've talked about yeah. getting one of those, framing it and putting it up on the wall like I, you have with all the movie posters. Yes,
3: here. absolutely. I want that. Oh, it's so gonna happen. bad. It's going to happen. From Dwight. I just want I just want like a a jersey it, like I don't know, like a Colorado Avalanche jersey that just says "From, from Dwight." Dwight. <laughs> like it's like the double zero, or what is it, the eight eight or something? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, number one, it's from oh, it, Dwight, it's number it's right. one, number one. <laughs> oh God. Uh, but again, um, Michael's birthday, and God forbid some somebody like take any sort of attention away from him, whether it's cancer or not. For for Kevin, my God, dude. Kevin having cancer and like he's just waiting on this call and Michael is so downtrodden he's like forty how old is he at this point forty something forty something forty something yep. years old and he's like trying to have this like child's birthday celebration and he finds out oh somebody else has cancer potentially has cancer and he's waiting on testing and that is
2: what that's what that's what he chooses to do
1: is just to do act you know
2: that what do you know what my employees did for my birthday this last year? Tell me. Take you to a ice drink? Because they did not know it was my birthday. I didn't tell anybody. Uh, that's
0: right. <laughs> I got, yeah, I
2: got odd. I don't... I don't... brought It's not about me. Now, do I have their birthdays and uh, like on a calendar, you know? Absolutely. and it, through, through our work program that we have and I will make sure if they're there that day that I'll wish them a happy birthday. Absolutely. That's my job. Like... But, for me to like expect this big, huge celebration for myself would be ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that just speaks moreover I mean, to yeah.
1: plan it for yourself yeah. would be ridiculous, oh yeah i yeah it's it's too much, yeah, it's just a lot. um, you do have a nice Jim and Pam bit that episode where yeah. they're out shopping for Kevin, yeah. They get him American pie too, because he lent it to Creed, so he's never getting he's that back. He's never gonna get and that 69 back. Sixty nine cup of noodles, which may seem crass, but it is his favorite number and <laughs> yeah. favorite one. Uh if that's we, a good chunk of change. Cup of noodles are not crazy cheap. That, I'm sure I mean, even it's at the a tie will be less than a dollar a cup,
2: probably. Yeah, BJU'd yeah, be bro, a good person. I I'm everything. Inflation, dog. Inflation. Oh, <laughs> <true>. <laughs> so call it no,
1: early two thousands. Probably yeah. eighty nine cents a piece.
2: I was gonna say sixty nine for Kevin's sake, but sure.
1: <laughs> call him, call him seventy five cents a piece. That's a decent chunk of change they're dropping on him. for. You're, you're talking about fifty bucks, yeah. Like, and DVDs were not cheap then. No, An American Pie two was a fairly recent movie. Yeah. They dropped like a hundred bucks on them. Right oh yeah, them there. Like, that's pretty good. And then Jim had to get fabric softener. Right.
3: Yeah. That that probably took up some too. Um. <laughs> uh. Well, we got a few episodes left in this. Yep. Um, drug testing, obviously. Michael just wanting to get he he's his thinking only of himself.
1: His Alicia Keys concert, right?
3: And by the way, we do discover that it wasn't even Michael, right? Don't we discover no, that? No, it, it was it was the
1: Vance Refrigeration guys, right? It's the same guys he goes to to buy weed from later. <laughs> For when they're framing Toby, and they <laughs> saw him the Caprese salad. That's right, the
3: Caprese yeah. salad. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's like, the same two.
2: The basil.
1: It's a nice. That's a nice little running joke across multiple seasons. Yeah. Because when do they frame? First of Toby? all,
2: at at the Alicia Keys concert, the girl next to him was smoking a clove, clove cigarette, cigarette. and I'm sure it was that's clove not, cigarettes. It's it's not weed. Like, yeah. I know. I I bet just she wasn't smoking weed. She was probably smoking a clove and c- ac-
3: actually smoking a clove cigarette.
2: But that just. The joke is like he's so detached. Like Ryan nails it on the head. He's like, "I don't think Michael's ever done drugs. I I don't think anyone's ever offered him any."
3: Yeah. Like <laughs> also it makes me realize that um maybe maybe the fact was that Michael didn't actually Oh boy, how do I explain this? Michael is at this Alicia Keys concert is next to somebody with a, a girl with a nose ring and Sees her spark up what he assumed was a clove cigarette. Yeah. That means that he took a clove cigarette from her to take a puff off of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like people, like people smoke like weed or like, yeah. uh, like
1: socially or whatever. And he's like socially he's smoking like, hey, a, clove a cigarette. cigarette.
0: <laughs> like-
1: <laughs> I got some American spirits in my cargo pockets and yeah. you're looking to get really wild.
3: <laughs> like the, the fact that he's like thinking it's like something you do, like. <laughs> is very funny to me he just doesn't understand the concept outstanding oh my god that's that's phenomenal uh but yeah he obviously he puts he ruins dwight for the fact that uh, for for nothing yeah he ruins dwight's like moral compass of being a a
2: volunteer, volunteer
3: sheriff's, sheriff's department deputy okay if I'm, if you I'm, have i i
2: watched. gotta throw it out there go ahead sorry i got i gotta throw it out there yeah what if Dwight didn't give him his urine, and he actually did accidentally smoke some marijuana. I think they would have jumped on the
1: opportunity to fire Michael Scott with cause, not based around his performance.
3: The random drug testing.
1: I think, unfortunately, they would have ended up firing several other employees, though, don't you think? If you think it's just Michael,
3: who would have popped? I feel like I feel like the drug Creed. testing. How did Creed, Creed pass?
1: Yep. I feel like Ryan would have popped, not necessarily for coke. He wasn't doing coke at that time, but I bet he occasionally indulged in the marijuana's. I feel like
3: I feel like there's like several people yeah. that probably would Mer- have. Na- did they have to test
1: Meredith? warehouse?
2: Like, what? did uh, they have
1: to test warehouse?
2: Oh, I don't know. That's well, obviously question. the warehouse would have failed. Like, yeah. Well, no way. That was that Vance refrigerations, re- refrigerations warehouse. Yeah, but
1: regardless, if you if you've ever seen Pineapple Express, you know Craig Robinson was smoking weed. Yeah, and the, yeah. <laughs> I seen it. I seen it. Uh, I got feelings, and you hurt. Damn near everyone of. Damn near everyone of. <laughs> I think
3: I I do think that uh, if if he wouldn't have lent it, and then like it it happened to show up that Michael was, like, smoking weed. Where do those tests go? Do they go, direct, like, directly to corporate, back to, like, HR, like, with Toby and stuff? Or?
1: Like, where is it tested, or where did the results where, go? Where did the results no, end up I would assume it goes to it's corporate. It's a third, third party.
2: Well, it's it's a third-party company that comes in and reports, and then they send yeah. the reports to corporate. The urinalysis like, lab. They send it to corporate. Yeah, yeah corporate. I would assume yeah, it goes to, like, null in HR. At,
1: so, at really, corporate.
2: they... It would have been just one file with everybody's name, and they would have had a pass or fail next I to their name. I still don't know how Creed passed. Yeah, no well, kidding. But Creed Creed seems like the type of guy that he has a he's got a clean urine guy on the side. Yeah, he's got a like guy. he's been drug he's been drug tested so much that he's like I got a guy. He's like I'm fine. Like yeah. he's got a fake bladder, like duct tape to his <laughs> belly, and <laughs> he's like I got a guy. Oh God! All right, fair
3: enough yeah I think they would have i think I think it would have been um, uh, yeah, how do they get Michael out of there or can they can they do this? Is this enough cause to do it? And then, um I think I mean we learned later on though that like the goal would be to move Michael back to sales, you know I feel like I feel like any ultimatum that they could give to like say, hey, you have to go back to a sales job. Or yeah. or get fired is like what their goal would be.
1: I would think they'd have to just fire him. Period. I, yeah. think, th- I think I think they think would
2: so too. So if their if their policy is to drug test, I mean I'm sure in their like handbook or their orientation, uh, there's like a pretty cut and dry. Like if you're caught using drugs on the premises, you're yeah. you're yeah. terminated because yeah. there is no there's no line in the. There, I mean there's a line in the sand and that's like there's no gray area. Because right. doesn't doesn't
1: Toby call it out specifically that like. When you agree to employment, you give up certain rights, yeah. et cetera. Yeah, that's right. And one of which is that you have to submit to random drug testing.
3: Yeah, and also not dress like an amorphous blob. Of khaki. Uh, of khaki. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. Well, what about
1: uh, uh, conflict resolution? Yep, excellent. I mean, Win-win. Win-win-win. Uh, I just made the joke about a win-win-win at work the other day. Yeah. And one person got it. That's uh, so sad.
3: <laughs> that is That's unfortunate.
1: Fine. Well, joke landed.
3: Joke landed, and uh, <laughs> you now have a better relationship with one person at work. Oh, it's Corey. Oh, well, so. it can't get any better. <laughs> <laughs> can't get any worse. <laughs> 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 got him, <laughs> Corey. <laughs> we love you. Yes, indeed. <laughs> um,
1: no conflict resolution is great. Very funny as they go through the redacted complaint.
3: It's just, it it just like Michael, Michael, as we know, can, is, is the, is the solution to every single problem that the office has. That's just the way he sees it, which to a degree for me is very admirable. Yeah. For Michael to assume that he like, like responsibility that he wants to do those things. But man, oh man, like, you just, like, let, let Toby do his job. Yeah. like <laughs> I know he's not doing a great job. Doing
1: your job, man. Doing your job, man. I'm doing your job, man. <laughs> your job,
3: man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. And then, uh, well, look, Casino Night, we get one of the greatest, Michael. Probably the greatest line. I'm going to say the greatest line, in my opinion, of the whole series.
1: Is it the two queens on Casino Night?
3: No. Uh, it's not the deuce. It is it's it's the why are you the way that you are?
1: Oh, of course. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Actually I didn't think that it would be appropriate because it's a school night and it's in our dangerous warehouse and there's gambling (laughs) Gambling. and Hooters Hooters is is catering. Is Is that enough? Should I keep going or (laughs) (laughs) Why are you the way that you are? Yeah.
3: Every time I try to do something fun, you make it not that way. I (sighs) I hate so much about the things you choose to be.
2: Nice. <laughs> you nailed it. <laughs> He's got it.
0: He's got it.
3: <laughs> it's the greatest line. It's the greatest delivery like it is it is just some of the best some of the best Michael Scott we will ever get. And it just it's the most real it's it's some of the most real he's ever been up to this point for oh, sure. Yeah. Of just, just the zero bullshit with Toby. <laughs> like he's just I'm so done with you. Like I'm so tired of it. Like every everything everything you do just is awful. You think and, it's cuz
1: it's post conflict resolution he's trying to just get it out there. Yeah,
3: it might might be. <laughs> That's a good point. But uh, but he's also just running the gambit thinking that he's such hot hot shit that he's just yeah. got he's got two girls. I and I know Queens we talk, on Casino Night.
1: We talked about it on the top five episodes of The Office on Super Stoked. Yeah, but this is so funny to me because how many shows have done the two dates to prom, yeah. two dates to the, yeah. the diner, like right. that sort of? You're Saved by the Bell, Your Boy Meets World, The you're, Mrs. Doubtfire, that sort of, yeah. How many different sitcoms have done that trope? Oh yeah, and how many have done it as well as The Office? Oh. where they just like they sort of like tongue in cheek poke fun at it that you know that that's what the concept is. Yeah, but like nothing goes that way. No, like in the in every other show, they're like they have to be really deceptive because they're worried about them finding out, and then once they do find out, it's like this big giant ordeal and like they're just they're all adults like nobody like, gives a shit
3: yeah no it's it's fine i'm yeah. i'm his boss like yeah, yeah hi uh, <laughs> C- code Remax. Code
1: Remax. No sign of Land <laughs> Jeff. <Jefferson>. Land <laughs> <Jefferson>. <laughs> 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 it's The worst code names ever. Codename
3: oh, Remax. I disagree.
2: Code Remax is genius. <laughs> oh, that's incredible. What a great joke. I
3: think that's going to. I think. I think Code Remax should be our our uh, trivia name team next
1: time. Code name Remax. Code name Remax. One when we're, when yeah. we're flexing on a Wednesday night. Yeah. Yeah. Bj,
3: yeah. I hope you're coming up Wednesday night. There is off. As trivia at one of our favorite breweries yeah you should be here just blow off work you know it's five right. hours you can, can take th- the bus you know do some work on the way up sleep on the way back you you're significant oh, cool, cool, in cool, cool. just come up
2: yeah exactly oh yeah okay yep yeah. sign me up there we go
3: bring
1: the dogs they'll be fine at aj's
3: yeah dude they'll hang out with scout they'll keep each other in line
1: Otherwise, me and AJ are going to have to go there and just clap a bunch of cheeks as a two-person team. Yeah,
3: I don't know how it's. I mean, it's. We just will have to do what we got to do, I guess. You know, it's the cross we have to bear. Yeah. So. <laughs> so. Uh, but yeah, I. Uh, oh, Michael Scott, it's it's amazing going through all these episodes in just one season that we realize that you are. Although although they fleshed you out to be a, a three dimensional character, you're somehow still very one dimensional in the fact that you're just. How do you manage to just be a trash person this all the time?
1: I don't somehow know. Somehow man. he manages. Somehow <laughs> he
3: manages. <laughs> somehow, somehow I
1: manage with my sleeves rolled up and I'm shrugging and I'm shrugging. So, <laughs> you read Leia Kokas? Read it. I, I read it. it. I know I haven't it. read it. No, I <laughs> it's gonna make
3: you want to buy buy a Sebring, a Chrysler, a Chrysler. <laughs> I, I want a Chrysler. It. Shut
1: up! You shut, shut up! up. <laughs> you shut up! What's your drink? Grenadine. What's that? <laughs> I recently found out that grenadine is pomegranate flavored. Did you know that? Yeah, I've always thought it was cherry.
3: That's what I've heard my whole too. life. Yeah, it's absolutely silly. We've been told lies. We've <laughs> it's been told the, lies. It's it's been told the li-
1: Berenstain Bears of yes. cocktail mixers.
3: Correct. Uh, well, at least it's got the antioxidants. <laughs> yeah, true that. <laughs> yeah, <but. laughs>
1: All right, guys, we're going to wrap
3: this on up for Michael Scott, what turned into Michael Scott season two. We will give you part two of this uh, little excursion. We will do season three for you. We will not botch on that. We'll still uh, own up to what we promised you. But that just might have to come after a lazy Scranton uh, for next week. So, uh, make sure you join us for that. We're going to be covering kind of an internal theory we've had that we're going to really kind of drill down on at least for a good, a good, you know, 20 minutes to riff
1: on for a little bit.
3: Yeah. So we can't wait to uh, have you join in with us there. Um, And uh, if you guys are still listening along and enjoying the show with us, make sure you're dropping us that five-star review. Apple Podcasts, you can, in fact, write a review and also drop us your fan theory while you're writing that fan, fan review okay guys five stars five stars on Spotify uh, anywhere on social media you got to find us it's at scotch Splenda it's just at scotch Splenda no ampersand no nothing like that and if you guys want to shoot us an email as well you can shoot it to scotch and Splenda podcast at gmail.com all spelled out uh, no ampersand again just all spelled out like it's one word so
1: uh, if you'd prefer to email us we've got our email which is scotch and Splenda. Podcast at gmail.com. It's all spelled out, no ampersand, no plus, any of that. Scotch and Splenda podcast at gmail.com. Or call us in and leave us a voicemail. That's probably our favorite. Leave us one of those so that we can play your voice on air. We would love to hear you. The uh, people who listen would love to hear you. And we say it every week. It goes straight to voicemail. You don't have to talk to anybody. And that number is 319 359 7977. 319 359 7977. Leave us that voicemail
3: perfect guys you can find me anywhere on social media it's ajayvensaj Vens anywhere on social media and you can find me bj at
2: i am the beach that's beach b-e-e-j on tiktok and instagram
1: uh you will find me in most places at nick morella that's n-i-c-k-m-e-r-u-l-l-a uh twitch is probably where you'll see me the most um but you can find me if you dig the the whiskey stuff the beer stuff You'll find me at MorellaNick Nick on Instagram.
3: All right. Well, guys, thank you so much again for joining us. And until next time, we will catch you on the flippity flip. The flippity flip.
1: On the flippity flip. Goodbye. Bye.